Hello and welcome to episode 7, our second episode in the series of Loneliness in Motherhood. Today I'm going to be talking about what we're believing about those closest to us so that we can really identify blind spots in expectations of those closest to us so that we can really change our thought life in how it is affecting those feelings of loneliness. Hey mamas, welcome to the Divine Design Wellness Show where we are putting down deep spiritual roots and embracing a freedom mindset all while learning about healthy lifestyle habits and holistic tools. I'm Carolyn Henderson, wife, homeschooling mama of four kiddos, wellness advocate, and essential oils nerd. I believe when our mind, body, and spirit align with God's design, then we can thrive in motherhood and the kingdom. If you're ready to leave stress, overwhelm, and burnout behind so you can start focusing on your healing, it's time to get out of your head and into your heart so you can embrace your divine design and rediscover joy and freedom in your faith and motherhood. Grab that coffee and let's dive right in. Hey y'all, have you ever been in a conversation or in the middle of a situation where you are completely blown away by the misinterpretation or false perception of something you said or did. It can feel so frustrating and draining trying to repair the damage done by a misunderstanding and it can often make it much harder to openly communicate with that person in the future. So today I wanna share with you some steps that you can take to help identify blind spots that you may have in your expectations of those closest to you that can really impact your feelings of loneliness. For many years of my marriage, I would become so caught up in what I thought my husband should be doing to meet my needs without actually considering whether he had any clue about it and it would often turn into resentment over things that never actually existed except for in my head. Full disclosure, we have been married over 17 years and communication is one of the number one things that we still have to work at a lot. So in motherhood, we can end up doing the same thing with the uh, expectations that we hold our children to without ever intentionally teaching them with constructive communication. This so often could be avoided by just taking the time to really understand what our beliefs are, where they might possibly come from, and how we might need to readjust them to be able to pursue a life of really being truly whole, whole within ourselves, whole in our relationships and our family and those with those outside of our family. And of course, as a believer, I always really want to make sure that I'm going back to the word to stay rooted in God's truth. But 
This can even happen in our study of scriptures. We can get caught up in that same trap of these pre-existing beliefs that can come from our upbringing, life experiences, and traumas, anything that can cloud our perception of what's actually being said. So this is why it's so powerful to take inventory of what we're currently believing and really identify where those beliefs are coming from so we can take intentional steps towards accurately understanding the word and things going on around us. So one of the first things to look out for is putting our own insecurities, our own doubts and perceptions in that other person's mouth. Now, I have personally struggled with doing this, especially with my spouse. And let me tell you, it never ends well. It usually results in some sort of an ugly argument um, and just feeling really dumb, honestly, because I put thoughts and words in his mouth that weren't even there. And so something to really just be aware of and pay attention to. Secondly, be aware of any previous relationships or past experiences in that same relationship that could be twisting your perception of how they're thinking or acting in that moment. So being hurt or betrayed isn't our fault, but it is up to us to make sure we're not allowing that pain to seep into the rest of our interactions. Now, I'm not advocating for enabling repeated behaviors that have never been acknowledged or owned up to. I'm talking about, uh, you know, in a relationship where both parties are proactively working to honor each other. So one of the ways to begin overcoming this is to really believe and hold on to the power of Philippians 4. I love this whole chapter, but especially uh, the passage between verses 4 through 8, I believe. This is where the peace of God that is beyond our ability to comprehend is described to guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It then goes on to prescribe a list of ways to think to protect that peace. So, You may be very familiar with this verse. I know I grew up memorizing this as a kid, so it's always been in my mind, but it really wasn't until recently that I uh, started to understand it in a totally different way. So this is something I think is really cool because it is a checklist of really being able to take, uh, take inventory of our thought life. So that means... We want to look at this and think about, is it true? Is it honorable? Is it right, pure, lovable, and gracious, of good reputation, excellent, and worthy of praise? So how do we do this in relation to what we're believing about our loved ones? We first have to take notice of what our thoughts even are. Sometimes we don't pay any attention to what we're actually thinking And in 2 Corinthians 10.5, it talks about 
taking every thought captive so that we can make it obedient to Christ. Our thoughts cannot be obedient and honoring to Christ if we're not even taking them captive, taking hold of them and looking at them to see what they actually are. So you want to start taking notice of the words that come to mind when you think of that person or of maybe what that person is thinking about you. And use Philippians 4.8 to take a mental note of whether that is a narrative you should continue having. Is it true? Well, how do you know? Uh, how do you know it's, you know, not something completely different? Are you leaving room for love and grace that you yourself would like to be shown? If it isn't true, pure, lovely, etc., you may want to sit with it for a while in prayer and just honestly ask God to show you where that belief is coming from and to help you work through it to be able to replace it with something that is true, honorable, and gracious so that you can be empowered to move forward with peace in that relationship. When we are struggling with feelings of loneliness, it can be one of the most draining, de-energizing emotional states. And that is not where God desires for us to be. He seeks to bring us into joy and abundance through him. But we often get in the way of that when we are staying stuck in these patterns of thinking that just keep feeding a spiral of lies. I really love the passage in Romans 12, 1 and 2, where Paul is urging the church in light of God's incredible mercy to present themselves as living holy sacrifices, well-pleasing as a rational response in worship, to not be content in continuing to think like the world, but to be transformed by a renewing of the mind so they could really test what the will of God is, the good, pleasing, and perfect. So it's evident from this passage that we constantly have to be renewing our mind to keep our thought patterns from being full of worldly perceptions and beliefs so that we can truly know what is good, pleasing, and perfect in God's eyes and be able to live in that abundance and freedom from our old way of doing things. And oftentimes, I feel like we forget that, you know, we're still, yes, we are walking in the spirit and leaning on God, but we're still in this human body. We're still in this very human worldly environment. And it's so easy for those patterns of living to seep right back in to, for us to go right back to thinking and doing things the way our old self would. And so we have to really be constantly keeping track of what we're allowing to control our thought life. So as you take the time to sit down and work through these thoughts, I pray that God would allow you to just really be renewed and refreshed in your mind and that God's peace would just fill you with that incomprehensible comfort to guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. <laughs>
Hey friend, thank you for joining me today. If you resonated with the message of today's show and know it would bless another mama's heart, share the podcast directly with them or screenshot this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Divine Design Wellness so I can thank you. If you're loving the show and finding value, please follow me and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Would you like even more content? Join me over on our free Facebook group listed in the show notes below. Until next time.